Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Tietzingo Bese is an actuary and CEO of SolveX, which is here to help many uh, young people with their mathematical problems. And he's on the line with us. Tietzingo, thanks for your time. Good afternoon. No, thank, thank you very much for having me. What is Solve for X? Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. My name is Tietzingo Bese, the current actuary at We Solve for X. So our core business is providing actuarial consultancy for your individual we do your actual report for your road accident fund and your medical claim division. Mm-hmm. So as our way of giving back to our communities, we started the We Solve for X program where we provide math extra lessons in existing schools to parents and learners with the grocery benefit of 250 per month in the adopted school. However, if a parent can afford the 250, they still get the math lessons and their learner, but they don't get the grocery benefit. So, so what you're saying is that you, you come with your child and you both register and you take both the child and the parent for the lessons? Yes. So we, we approach a school and then uh, out of the six schools that we currently have adopted with, uh, with 3,500 learners. So what we do, we adopt a school and then in a class, we would tutor those learners. And then once a month on the day of the grocery collection, we would have the parents in the parents' master class where we teach them the annual teaching plan, how to understand math, and how to help their kids with mathematics, even if they can't read and write, in simple steps that we have developed. Mm-hmm. And for which grades is this offered? So we're offering from grade 4 to 12. Mm. And and what has been you know the response from, from particularly the parents who do come on, on some of the workshops that you offer? So um, when we started with our model, so we, we started in 2018. So in 2018, we went and to chat parents only, mm. we wanted to understand what were the challenges. So in the past four years, we found that the biggest challenge was hunger, and most parents' biggest spend was on food, alcohol, transport, and policies. Education was their last priority. So mm. this year, we piloted with adding the kids back into the classroom. Then we came with our whistle for X model, which is equal to math plus parents minus hunger. So now we're addressing this systematic issue back in the classroom. So it allows us to give that support so that the parents are empowered to play an active role in their child's education. Because what we found, they were more empowered in terms of uniform and making sure kids go to school. However, they didn't know how to assist beyond that. That's where we come in. Even though the school act does give provision that parents have the right and have the obligation to ensure that they have an active role in their child's education, but they don't know how. So that's where we say this should be our stepping stone in the right direction. How often do you get to be with the children then um, and and tutor them directly yourselves? Yes, so the children, we tutor them every weekend. We give them a three-hour math lesson. So Mm -hmm. our lessons are from 8 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And and the parents are obviously supposed to augment that during the week with, with some of the work. So the parents are also tutored once, once, once a month on the day of the grocery collection. So they will come in after class. So after 11, we have the parents from 11 to, to 12 in that session. And then they will take the, the ones that would have paid the 250. They will take the grocery package home, which is a 12,5 maize meal, 5 kg rice, 2 kg sugar, 2 liter cooking oil, and one, one cool baked beans. So what we did, we built our model based on an actual model. It's like the same as your insurance model. We are able to 
get the grocery cost when you go buy direct to the retail it will cost you around 350 to 400 depending where you're buying but because we are offering the parents the grocery at cost it costs us 220 and then with the 30 range we are able to compensate the tutor where we are able to pay our tutors an amount of 1000 a month so that they are able to have transport costs to reach the schools that we have adopted they come physically to the schools now Yes, they come physically to the schools and the learners will be in the classroom and will be assisting them. So, so one tutor uh, is able to, to, to teach how many children at a time? So we tutor, <coughs> depending on the number, so is a minimum of 20 to 25 in a classroom. Mm. What, have, what has been what you've discovered to be the biggest stumbling block with tutoring these kids? And I ask you this because uh, for a long time we've been told that part of the problem is that you get students coming in at grade four who are not well prepared uh, from, you know, your grade zeros and grade ones and so on. What are you finding at grade four? So the first stumbling block is the parental involvement. So because parents, you don't know how to make sure the learners keep learning at home or what topic should be covered. And once parents start to understand that no learners struggle with mathematics, they struggle with a certain topic, they are able to provide those guidelines. So now for that reason, then you find that most learners don't have the basics of mathematics. And you find that you have a learner in K-12 who are struggling with K-7 basic, basic principles. So now it comes back to say, how do we make sure that our parents really know that what should what we should be learning and they become part of the process of the report that will be getting at the end of the year and they are able to assist before it's too late. Why is the school not picking this up? Why are we leaving it only at the doorstep of the parents? So the challenge is that there haven't been much provision for for parents to have an active role because you must remember that parents are only called on to come check the books or they come in to any other issue that would, the learner would have, maybe discipline issues that would have been there at the school, but the parents have been neglected all these years. I see it with my mother. She, she would see that I have schoolwork, but she wouldn't know what to do, whether I'm studying or not, you know. So this is a generational issue, and it needed a direct response. So from working with them, then we saw this is a systematic issue. It needed a systematic response, and also finding out that hunger is one of those challenges. You, you have a learner in grade 6, you're trying to explain to them why 1 plus 1 equals to 2, but then they're not getting it. And when you ask, they tell you that they need to go find food after school, even though they have feeding scheme provided at school, but there's still challenges at home. So it, it's not a one-way issue. So it needs everyone to come on board and we are playing our part where we can. Sure, but but I'm also struggling with the fact that if, if the, the, the student has, has got Ba- no basic mathematic understanding and they keep moving and moving up the system. Is it that we don't have capacity to assist students who are maybe lagging behind? Because look, in the perfect world, yes, students will have parents who are there to do homework, but in, in many households, there, there just are no adults there to assist. So I'm, I'm wondering why the system is not able to assist these young people. So this is a collaborative effort. I mean, teachers are doing the best they can in their classrooms to ensure that learners are assisted. But now, um, this is not a responsibility of just the teachers only. It's a responsibility of someone there in the street. Because at the end of the day, if these learners are not assisted, tomorrow they'll be the one maybe mugging us or we'll get doctors where you are diagnosed for the wrong 
disease and you get your hand amputated while you have flu, you know. So now the question is, what can we do? Because the challenges are there. We know the challenges very well. So our call is that for everyone who can assist, graduates, professionals who have their time, that one hour to go into the classroom and assist those learners will go a long way so that in the next five years or ten years, we don't have to import actuaries or engineers into the country because we would have prepared our own in our own backyard. We have the resources, there are textbooks, but the challenge, if the learners don't know how to use it, then they become like wasted material. So now, one of the biggest questions we need to ask is that what have we done as individuals to ensure that we address the challenge that we fully, fully know? So I'm a, I'm, I'm a product of the system. I, when I finished metric and I went to study at the University of the Free State, what I found there, especially with us, most learners from public schools, mm-hmm. we were struggling to finish our degrees in record time because the first two years I was failing. I was, I was still learning the basics, which I should have learned back there but I don't know who to blame, you know. So now, how do we avert that? We, we address the challenge directly. And I, and I hear you. I really do hear you. I'm also trying to understand why in this equation we are also not assessing the, the capabilities and abilities of the teacher who, who does see the children every single day. Are we, are we sure and happy that the, the teacher that sits and stands in front of the classroom is also adequately equipped with the kind of skills that you give the child and the teacher, I mean, uh, and the parent. Yes. So, so now what, what we have done, mm-hmm. we we empowering parents mm-hmm. to be able to understand and go as support from the teacher and say, my child is struggling with this topic, how mm-hmm. can you assist? Mm-hmm. Because now there's many issues. Overcrowding, the ratio of teachers to numbers is quite very low. Mm-hmm. So there's so many issues that you can pinpoint. But mm-hmm. once parents don't know, what their learners need to learn, then it becomes a challenge because now they, they will be thinking the learners are learning while they are not, you know. So um, you, you might, as learners, we are happy when we are having three periods, there's no teacher in class and all these other issues, but it catch up with you in the long run. Mm-hmm. But now once you can have a million parents empowered, then they will make sure that their learner or their child is being taught according to the annual teaching plan which is a guiding principle for the teachers. So now as they start to understand the annual teaching plan, now they are having an active role in ensuring that no learner is left behind and they are able to hold the teacher into account because now there is a common goal which the parents are able to engage the teacher on. Mm. Lovely initiative, TSCM. Where do people get hold of you? Yeah, they can go to www.wesolve4x.co.za and also they can come on board and adopt a learner so uh, if they adopt a learner, they adopt a family. That 250 does not long make sure they only understand why 1 plus 1 equals to 2, but also have that long-term impact. So they can get us in all different social medias. They just search for We Solve for X. They will find us there and will be ready to assist. And also schools that want us to adopt them, they can please reach out to us. And any professionals or graduates who want to come on board, they can also go into our website. We are targeting 1 million learners. And we cannot do it, do it alone. We need that collaborative effort from everyone to play their part. Uh, Tietzin Gobese is an actuary and a CEO of We Solve for X.